my uh i was talking while i was on the vacation on my vacation uh i was talking to my sister's boyfriend and he's one of the first people i've ever met who like uses discord for something other than recording dr skeleton's art school he uh he was like oh yeah something un- unrelated conversation he's like yeah at lunchtime i usually i just spend my lunchtime on discord talking to my friends and i was like wow i thought i thought discord was just for recording the podcast my podcast <laughs> <laughs> well we'll let you get on discord that's crazy <laughs> Yeah. Did he play his, th- th- that song he wrote? Uh, <laughs> Contact by Daft Punk? Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't yeah, know why a, I thought that was such a great a, thing to share, but I was like, wow. It's it's basically my show out in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it's just uh, like just Slack, but for, but with a cutesy error messages. Yeah. I get, I mean, it's like for gamers. Is that who uses it? I think that's where it started. Okay. Um, and then a bunch of like white nationalists started using it or something. Or oh. is that like Gab or something? I don't know. Um, Gab. It's I just think. A, Gab's it's like good, Twitter, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, you got back from your vacation. Uh, looks like the 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 marks the duct tape marks on your uh, face have 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 healed a little bit. Uh, I know that you had some trouble on your flight uh home that was uh yes kind of rough <laughs> yes it was yeah i i mean I, i've done my elitism thing about picking an airline and sticking to it and i broke my rule i flew i forget was it allegiant or spirit something like that i want to say frontier oh frontier yeah uh frontier and you know i, I won't make that mistake again they were not polite yeah. They were not respectful. You've probably seen the videos of Ben groping and assaulting people and then being forcibly restrained. Dude, that video is crazy. <laughs> Did I, you see any? Uh, I, I skimmed through it, which was actually just funny enough, like scrubbing through it. Like I, I watched the beginning and I was like, oh, it's, gonna, it's like two minutes long. That's so long. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, uh, yelling. Okay, let's see what happens next. And then I, so I scrubbed to like the middle part and then it was like fighting. And I was like, oh, interesting. Let's see how this ends. And then I scrubbed to the very end and it's man completely duct taped to chair, (laughs) (laughs) getting what looks like duct tape put across his mouth. And I was like, wow, that was very good video. I mean, I really, I was like, I could watch it because it seems it was very compelling, but it was like, uh, it's like a movie trailer that's so good that you don't even need to see the movie. Yeah, totally. Uh, that's that's like that's that almost feels like a good like throwback uh, of like an old internet video. You know, you just see something, just somebody going nuts, and yeah, like like that that was like the best that the internet ever, has ever been. That kind that kind of thing. Um, I saw. Did you see the follow up video where uh, he follow up? Th- there's a follow up <laughs> later where. Uh, he is able to like so yeah he, he like get his gets his mouth like taped shut I don't know if it's duct tape or packing tape or whatever it was but it's taped shut to some uh to some and like he is he is fully taped to the seat um, yeah like fully restrained 
uh and then he he in, in his follow-up video he's able to sort of like finally like spit his mouth around the the tape and he's able to like <laughs> get out of it and it like like falls down and he starts going like help help and then everybody on the plane's like boo <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> nice wait so okay i take it another observer took that video as well right it's, it's not the first person account okay no what what was the conservative take on that because <laughs> i i feel like i have to ask because i feel like there's always some different i don't know what like different the take, right you know the what, what like the like right wingers are saying about it if that's the question oh, yeah but that was the question i wonder if but we could come up with something like uh you i mean you have to be you know you got to be pro the guy i mean that'd have to be the concern the, the republican the tucker carlson take would be you know his side of things you that should be like, able to grope it's the group Coving- and assault or or it's like the covington catholic kid thing where it's like oh the it's it's a cut video you didn't see the whole thing actually everyone on the plane groped him immediately before they started rolling or something like that. <laughs> yes. You know? It was a, it was a, there's like a stand your ground style law that when it comes to groping that, uh, if you were, you know, groped first, that gives you the right. It's like a, a self-defense clause for groping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you were, if like, if you meet the reasonable level of lawful horniness, you can grope. Um, I think is how the, Rule goes, yeah. No, he was like, yeah, he was fully assaulting people, uh, sexually, and then also he like punched somebody too. So, like, you and it's like it was like a two and a half hour flight, wasn't it? It was like, yeah, dude, they don't do, <laughs> like they those airlines like don't do long haul flights, they only do like like Des Moines to Las Vegas, basically. <laughs> yeah, how can you uh not ha- hold it? <laughs> handle it. like i mean this is this, this thing that's happening all the or more and more right like that's like they've had to, the faa or whoever the flight attendants union and as well like being like people are losing their minds and stuff is that is it pandemic related is it it's not i mean a lot of it is mask related like still like enforcing the mask i guess but is it just like people just been cooped up and can't handle what is it like, bitches, like being on the plane that people can't handle anymore? I, I mean, I think it probably is really like the the people have gone feral type thing where it's like you were on like a roll for your whole life, kind of. You know, you're you're born a little a little hog. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael you, Gambon voice. You're born a hog. <laughs> <laughs> you throw a fit. You throw more fits. <laughs> yeah, and then you become a little less hoggy. Over time, I mean, it really is that, yeah. It's this, which I gotta say, Shelly was she, uh, tried to get Shelly to watch that with me again uh, before we went on vacation. Are you serious? That's but it fully work. has to be like I've watched Layer Cake like ten five to- times, five times this year in the year. Yeah, I re- I literally have watched Layer Cake five times this year, and most of it's been in the past like maybe three or four months or whatever. Yeah, but, like very back to back. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh yeah I don't know I guess it's basically that yeah you're born a hog and then you get a little less hoggy and then uh but then some of us <laughs> some of us you know the 
the I don't know how the metaphor goes, but the pandemic happens and then you become a hog <laughs> again. <laughs> so and someday you're you're a, you're a, you're a nice little piggy all dressed up for your meal, and then the pandemic happens and then you're running with thirty to fifty of your closest friends <laughs> yeah. in somebody's backyard. Yeah, you thought you forgot what a hog looks like. You know, I should have just said shit like he does because I mean, it's pretty the basically same. the same it's thing. The, yeah. I don't know why I decided to say hog. <laughs> I like it though. You're born a little hog. <laughs> yeah, that's, I do think they, that's true. Like I, you, gr- <laughs> you, I wrote be... the entire first script of uh, of Layer Cake, and it was exactly how it was in the movie. Except when they got to the final minute of the movie, and they're like, "Damn, this is the best script I've ever seen." Oh, there's a little monologue here. What's this about? <laughs> you're born. <laughs> you're born a hog. <laughs> you're born a hog, bro. You- what are you talking about? Yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> we just need to do a couple edits, right, right here. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, lock it in. Amazing. As far as I'm concerned, this yeah. is like flawless. Wait, I-, I gotta do if I can, if I may. I I would like to do a slight this can be a digression or this can be a pivot but i gotta tell you that i just saw the ending of the final movie of harry potter the other day and my goodness it was when they got old or they did the like yes grown-up version i saw a couple i saw probably the last 15 minutes 10 minutes maybe uh where I Shelly kept saying it out loud, so I, I know that it's like they were trying to kill Harry or whatever, and they killed the bad guy, basically. And I have to say that that is... It was very funny, because <laughs> I... As much trash as I talk about it, I had no idea it was going to end like that. And I mean, I I was like asking Shelly is something wrong with the TV right now because there's like this part where the the bad guy is like he says something and then it's it's like a laugh track I was like this sounds like my dad is watching Seinfeld on the other side of the TV (laughs) he says something and then it's it really sounds like a Seinfeld laugh track like just minus the little I don't music. remember the laugh track in oh, Harry Potter. <laughs> it was so funny. I don't know, maybe it was a TV special, but it's she said it's I was like I was I was like seriously, what is that? Cuz I was like sitting like I don't know, something further than 90 degrees away from the TV. So I just kind of like pointed saw directly it. at the wall like like what you usually do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh well wait yeah ninety degrees is right I was just under one hundred and eighty degrees away <laughs> okay <from the> one <laughs> hundred and so I'm facing basically the same I'm looking at Shelly and the TV is looking wedged at behind a sofa okay. yeah and I they I, I saw they were watching Harry Potter and I was talking some trash about it to Shelly and my sister and then I looked away and then it was this last track I was like I looked and then it, they did it again. And Shelly's like, I, I was like, seriously, is this, is this not Harry Potter? Is this a joke Harry Potter thing? Because it, it sounds like Seinfeld. And she's like, no, it's the bad guys laughing. It's the death eaters She just said, okay, for Harry Potter fans, it's the death eaters laughing. And, all, and both 
And Voldemort laughing. Yes. All right. I don't remember the, <laughs> this part. It, I, th- I think it would be fun to go through and watch maybe one of the Harry Potter movies with you. <laughs> <laughs> we did do that one time. I came up with some good names, though. I remembered the little, the little naked, naked elf guy. And I had a little, uh, I had a little, you know, y- y- I'll let you, I'll let you all in on this, on this uh, free, free show bit. Uh, that's not a real bit. It's a you had to be there thing. But I had a little bit going with uh, Dorby, Dorby the elf. Are you familiar? When did you have this bit with me? <laughs> no, with <laughs> Shelly. I said you had to be there. It wasn't. It says. Oh, I thought you were like. Yeah, remember when? <laughs> remember Dorby? Dorby. Okay, that's, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> sounds like a good bit. Dorby the the elf, which yeah. I learned from Shelly, Harry Potter fans. I even know this. I remember this because it was in the book. Harry Potter fans are in denial that that dude was a literal slave in that book. And they're all okay with it. Yeah, that whole thing is so... I mean, I was going to say <laughs> fu- funny is maybe like the wrong word to apply. But like, yeah, it's it's funny that uh, they're like, it's, it's literally there to be like, yeah, uh, like halfway through this series that like, has captured the, the entire world and has made like, you know, a hundred and eighty billion dollars. Like, J.K. Rowling is like, by the way, there's a race of slaves that like <laughs> makes everything happen here, uh, and also, I'm introducing this purely to make Hermione seem like a like. Uh, annoying social justice warrior person. <laughs> oh, I didn't know about that. I didn't yeah. know about that part. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It, it's probably some like Star Wars thing like that too, I would guess, where it's like, here, there's the good guys and the bad guys. Also, by the way, the good guys, they own slaves. Well, good guys but, have a bunch of slaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's not bad. Wait, what's up? That's not <laughs> That's not the worst, ben, apparently not know, the worst thing. <laughs> and do you know why it's not bad? This is cool. Oh, well, Shelly told me. She's like, it's not bad because they let him go. <laughs> well, there's that. And also, they uh, genetically want to be slaves. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They refuse to be freed. Wow, dude. Yeah, dude. Actually, it's good for them. <laughs> Literally, yep. Yeah. It's good for wow. them. <laughs> yeah. Dang. J.K. Rowling's cool, man. <laughs> wow, dude. I mean, I don't know. Is it really even on her? Or, I mean, like, you can read a book where there's slaves or something like that. And maybe you can even have some criticism about the author. Like, uh, like the H.P. Uh, Lovecraft guy, right? He's... You know, people like his books. Apparently, extremely racist person. Yeah, also people like racist in the books too. Yeah, in the book. I mean, yeah, but yeah, that's what I mean. People still seem to like it, and uh, you know, fine. What I've gathered is they kind of take a little bit out of it of like, well, yeah, I'm reading a book written by a racist yeah. person from the mind of a racist some person. Some of the vibes can, are good. Some of the vibes are bad. Yeah, yeah. kind of learn something from it. Uh, I've I may be wrong. Maybe this is very uncharitable. Uh, so add it to the list of uncharitable Harry Potter things I've said, but, uh, uh, 
I don't think that that's how the Harry Potter fans react. I, I, I've it seems like they're all kind of generally all in until maybe very recently. You told me that now they kind of got they get upset that I don't know whatever or actually that she's a they got upset at her that she's a a a, a turf I believe right. Uh, I mean, yeah, she is a turf. I don't know how many Harry Potter fans know that or are against that. Her being a turf or the yeah. slaves in the book? Oh, I thought that lots of people were. Okay, well, then a lot I of mean, people don't like her for being a turf. That's, I mean, that's certainly because oh, I don't that's know true. I don't the know same Harry Potter fans. Harry Potter fans. Okay, well, then maybe I'm being too. There's got there, too I will charitable. Be, I will be generous. I mean, like, I there's no reason for me to think that there aren't that like there's no reason for me to think that. Uh, there aren't Harry Potter fans or former Harry Potter fans or whatever lapsed Harry Potter fans yeah. that don't like that she's a turf. I think that is fully possible. I don't yeah. think that liking Harry Potter once is a like, permanent moral stain on you. All I'm saying, though, is that I've, I've never heard a Harry Potter fan stand up for the slave elves. They're all like, I only hear I, them say to me, I've only ever heard them say to me, that's good. That's good. I like <laughs> the slaves. That's the good part. Yeah, yeah. that's one of the good parts. No, uh, no, I bet there's like interminable, ne- like annoying discourse on you know Tumblr archives about that. Maybe. That, yeah. I'm just saying nobody's ever said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, <laughs> excuse me. Do you have a minute? <laughs> the slaves were bad. <laughs> In Harry Potter, the sl- slavery Harry was Potter. bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, this does not clear it up. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun to just. I want to. There's. We should watch like the like really angsty one. There's a really angsty uh, Harry Potter movie book. Uh, I think the fifth one is really Ooh, annoying. The emo. The, yes. Yes. Do they ever mode. do they ever play pop music in the Harry Potter movies? Because I know they were like what very well. I think there's a Nick Cave song in the in the later movies. I gotta say, <laughs> I actually do like uh, the like the direction of the last three Harry Potter movies. Mm. The end of the um, last one, I don't really remember that. Well, I mean, I think that like it is just funny that like. They just come back and they're old. Like that just seems very. Yeah, silly. I was like, "What the heck is this?" Yeah, but I do like the direction of the last three. I gotta say, um, but I think that there's like a Nick Cave and the Bad Seed song. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just thinking it'd be funny to have just like six or seven Harry Potter movies, and then the last one just take it out on some angsty, you know, take it out on Fallout Boy or something like that. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes, yeah. I mean, I mean, okay. The art, the 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 Doctor Skeleton principle, like any movie can end. If it's a good movie, it should be able to end with "Fortunate Son." Uh, I bet you could. I bet I could edit that in, and it's totally good. I bet it works. I bet it works. You hear all the deputy eaters laugh like, oh, and then you start like the dun 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 dun. And I mean, then they're, yeah, like, they're all m- meeting up at the train station, and it ain't me, it ain't me. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was very dumb. I mean, like, I know enough about Harry Potter to 
uh, obviously be mad about it and also understand. And they all get in the helicopter and fly away from Vietnam. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> they that was the stupidest ending. <laughs> ever. I mean, like I don't know, I don't know because it was probably a big long ending, I imagine. But I was just he's talking to like his person who's ostensibly his son. And they're just having like an inane conversation about something that happens in the first movie. He's like, but dad, I don't want to be in the shit uh, group, the shit house. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be a little, I don't want to be born a little hoggy. (laughs) Yeah. No, he's like, he's like, I don't want to be in the, in the, the snake house. And HP is like, he's like, well, if it's some, whatever, it's in your heart, it's fine. And he's like, oh, but dad. And then he's like, and he's like, oh, also, but by the way, you can just tell him that you want to be in a different. You can just tell him that you want to be in a different one. It's like, what? Isn't that like a very important? Maybe I'm misremembering, but like, isn't that a very important thing? And just in the very at the very also end, also an just interesting. Like, oh, by the way, there was no magic. You just could just tell the guy, like, yeah, I want to be in the other one. Also interesting, like, uh, you know, like. Wait, hold on. How does how does J.K. Rowling square away her transphobia with like this kind of like, uh, you know, like you're innate, like the, the, these things aren't like essential to you. You like you can, you know, like it is our choices far more than our abilities to determine who we truly are. Type shit, and yet she's like, yeah. By the way, if the <laughs> Sorting Hat says you're a girl, you're a girl. Nice forever. I cannot ever get over the fact that they just named basically all the bad stuff Snake. Oh, who's the worst guy in the movie? Who's the bad professor guy? Snake. Who's the bad? <laughs> what's, the bad what's the name of the bad? The bad uh, fraternity. The bad fraternity. Snake. <laughs> what's the like the? Really what's the name of all of the people? Like all the blonde, and for some reason they're all blonde or whatever. Yeah, they're all named Snake, basically. Serpent, probably. Something like that. I don't actually know that one. I just remember the bad guy. (laughs) The main bad guy's name... All right, two for three. That's all right. Still stands. Let's go. I just remember the main bad guy's name is Snake, and the house is... No. They named the house, the green thing, Snake. (laughs) Well, yeah. It's what a snake does. Snakes, Snakes be Slytherin. Snakes. Yeah. You couldn't come up with some other thing. She's got all these other dumb names for other animals. I know they're not called, you know, whatever. I know there's other the four other animals. She doesn't call them that. She calls them, but it's just snake. <laughs> <laughs> That's I just so think it's a, fucking true, dude. I, I just think it's a funny word. <laughs> That's a good ass point. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, fuck, I was going to say, what was I going to say about Harry Potter? Dang, I do not remember. <laughs> God damn. Don't worry, we'll be back, Tim. I'm, su- I'm sure it'll never come up ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly was... really wants us to watch Harry Potter, I got to say. She's been, pi- while the whole time I was on vacation, she kept pitching to my family. Ben and Will have a podcast and they watch movies and I just think that they should, you know, they do movie series, and I just think that they should do Harry Potter. Don't you think, everybody, don't you think that that would that'd be a great series? Don't you want to hear Ben's take on Harry Potter? Like, yeah, we've been hearing it, like, since he was 11. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would watch Harry Potter, I think. 
I, I mean, I don't know. We've talked about it so much. I don't know what else we'd say. I don't know. Yeah. Really, is the thing. Like, I almost kind of just want to watch one of them. Um, we watched one in college. I like. I'm. I as much as I. I will admit. I like. Obviously, I like talking trash about Harry Potter. Maybe people don't realize that, but I do like talking about Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. But I. Impass don't the point. want to watch Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, I'm far. This is very sincere. I'm far past the point of even wanting to kind of like, ironically or as like a joke or because right. it'd be fun as part of the podcast. Want to watch because it's just don't want to spend one ninety minutes, two hours. I know they're long movies too. They're not ninety minute movies. I don't think so. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, okay, okay. Like I said, like some some of them are. Uh, shoot yeah like like there's a th- i think we need we need this is a plot point this is a plot this is a pl- uh, an, a story arc of dr skeleton that we need to address like openly and honestly at some point i think otherwise we're just going to keep seeing the same exact thing since literally episode one of this show i think <laughs> <laughs> uh but also i don't think the way of doing that is watching um yeah like 30 hours of movie to get there first yeah uh because i don't think we need to do that i think we need to because it's more about like you know it was you never liked it i really liked it as a kid uh we can chart a an arc like you know yeah why i fell off of it um if i have fallen off, like i i think i think i still harbor a lot of uh good memories and good feelings about a lot of my Harry Potterness, whatever. Like, I think it was fun and interesting, but also, yeah, having a very deep, uh, mm. you know, disdain for J.K. Rowling, and then like, but also, and also Harry Potter adults. Like, I don't know. I think there's things to, things to talk about for sure. But uh, we need to figure out the right way to, right way of doing it. And watching the movies, I don't think is part of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, how was your vacation? Your that was a uh, yeah it was good i got to see my family i don't have a whole lot to say about it but it was uh yeah, it was good we went to missouri i mean i said a lot of it last week actually now that i think about it i think uh so yeah it was it was fine good you, to be uh, back in the big the, the big old nyc home of the home of the brave home of the yankees home of the mets <laughs> nice uh uh you, you you went to a wedding you know I'm, you don't talk to wedding i just wanted to you know publicly recognize you for how your 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 wedding fit looked good i saw uh, pictures of it i liked you i liked your suit i appreciate it i got a uh i did i did i did get a new suit i got a uh i, I tried to go for a casual look which i got a little worried about because like a, a less than a week before i left on the trip I saw something in like the New Yorker or whatever that was like the Miami Vice suit is out. You know, wearing a suit with without a collared shirt is It's gone, funny the things so. that come across your desk, I'll say. <laughs> I am not getting those articles. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I saw that I was like, "Oh. Oh no." Uh, but no, I that's what I did. I I wore yeah, I got like a uh, a very casual suit, and I wore uh, I wore some tennis shoes. I mean, not like 
I didn't wear like Nike tennis shoes or anything like that, but I wore some, uh, I don't know what you would call them, sneakers, sort of. Not sneakers, tennis, tennis shoes, whatever. Yeah, they're like the orthopedic kind of like nurse shoes, I would y- say. Yeah. yeah for... You got a big N on the side, New Balance mm-hmm. N. Uh, and then I did a, the uh, like a black t-shirt thing, whatever. Yeah. Collarless shirt. Yeah, so it was fun. Nice. Um, yeah, that's fine. Was it, 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 was, it was probably pretty hot here in the Midwest. Yes. You probably got it. Hot sweaty. in Missouri, yes. I tried to stay inside. I I bought a ton of sunscreen, and I think I still got a little bit of sun, unfortunately. But, yeah, but I'm okay. But, yeah, it was very hot. But everybody in the Midwest, like, they lo- like they, they crank the, the AC, I guess. It's like what I remember. Like, like I feel like New York summers are hotter because i guess i probably just like walk around outside more but like i feel like when i'm in the midwest like if you're going somewhere you're probably going in a car and so like the car is going to have the ac cranked yeah and then you're going home to like your house and your house probably has like the ac cranked and like restaurants have it cranked to the max too so i don't know yeah there's um yeah for the most part here it's like yeah, you we you gotta have AC to survive, and that was that's what I remember it was like in Texas too, like yeah, you will, I mean literally die if you don't have air conditioning. So it's like mm. you're gonna have it. Um, <clears throat> so it's good to be back in New York City with your your governor, uh, handing out his slideshows, yeah, uh, producing some extremely good ass defenses. I would say. I I heard yeah, I've actually been very like relatively unplugged. Uh, I like didn't listen to normally. Like I listen to tons of podcasts during the week and I just saw them. I just realized today, like they all really piled up. That's probably how I get a good deal of news. But yeah, I mean, I like that was national news. So I saw the Cuomo stuff, but I, I didn't really get deep into like, I haven't, I, I saw some pictures, I believe from the slideshow or the documents or whatever that he released stuff like, Maybe, maybe this was a, so you have to tell me if this was just a joke or I imagine that this was the real thing because this is what I heard about it, that he had pictures of like uh, like George W. Bush and uh, Barack Obama giving people creepy hugs and kisses and stuff like that too. Is that I right? heard about that. The one that I saw was a slideshow of him himself uh, touching a bunch of people. I do oh. it with everyone, black and white, young and old, straight and LGBTQ, powerful people. When he said powerful people, he has a picture of him like smushing his nose up against Bill Clinton's nose. <laughs> nice. Friends, strangers, people who I meet on the street. Yeah, so I guess that's his defense. <laughs> That's just a list of people who you're supposed to remind yourself that it's so it's not okay to do it to any of those people. Yeah, like you like showing up. This this is how I think like trials work and like uh, all that kind of thing is. But like you, the defense attorney and the prosecuting attorney like both show up and like submit the same exact video file, and the judge is like, "All right, like is there like an error here?" And like, "No, nope, this is like 
evidence for like both of our cases here. <laughs> like, uh, we are here to, using the same thing, but like making exactly opposite points here. Yeah. What are we I doing? touch everyone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We seem to be on the same page here, yeah. They they only seem to have had the little bit of, you know, I guess the the brain cell that they reserved was for not pairing powerful with poor or weak or something like that. They only seem to have the, you know, the oh like the, the composure to know that the yin that the would yang, not be, yeah. yeah. Straight. I touch the LGBTQ. weak. LGBTQ. Yeah. yeah. Powerful. The helpless. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, exactly. Right. But he's seen... I mean, yeah. Which is very funny. And I mean, because he's, he's just doing the yin and yang the whole time. A, B, one, two, powerful. <laughs> X, For y. example, yeah. <laughs> Leave that one just hanging there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, powerful, the defenseless. Yeah. Um, Not good. Yeah, people. I did sign up for his Excelsior app. Now that what? I'm back What's in that? the Excelsior state or city, I forget. Is this uh, like Raya for if you want to get molested by the governor? This is. Well, I don't know what that is. What's What's Raya? Uh, it's like, it's Tinder for famous people. Ooh. You have to be like verified to get on it. You just have to be verified? No, I mean like you have to be like, well, I mean, not verified on Twitter, but like you have to be like. yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, nice. Uh, it's like, uh, the app for getting into places now. Cause I think, uh. Uh, I think the thing in New York, they, which I kind of missed just a lot. Just skip to the ju- skip to the chase and or cut to the chase and call it the Fidelio app. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's it's the COVID thing, the COVID app. Okay. So you have to, you know, people maybe. I think. See, I got to catch up on the news. This is one of the. This is the biggest thing that I missed out on that I haven't looked into. Like literally, my dad told me about this. I didn't even see it on my own. Uh, was that. I think de Blasio did his thing now where it's like, sorry, everybody, like you got to, from now on, you got to show that you have a vaccine to like go anywhere pretty much in the city, like to get into restaurants or to the grocery store or whatever, that kind of stuff. You got to prove that you've been uh, vaccinated. And I think the idea for now is that you can show to, to prove that you can do one of three things, I think. Maybe it's just two, but you can do like one of three things. One being show your paper card. Two being using the New York State Excelsior app. Or three, I think New York City has one for like the special care workers, whatever. Whatever, I can't even remember what they're called ever. But So you got to show it on the app or you got to show your paper one. Uh, Yeah, so whatever. I got the little Do you have, do you still have your card? Uh, I do, I think, cause I never really did anything with it. I've never showed it to anybody. So I, I sure hope I still have it, but I didn't really, I, I wasn't What do you ex- do if you excited. lose it? I don't know, actually. 
I imagine that you can maybe try to go back to the pharmacy or wherever you got the shots and maybe get them to prove that you had it there because they would have a record of it. So probably something like that. But I imagine it's okay. not that easy. I imagine that's what you have to do. You know, I saw people saying that they and I, I don't know what I think about. I mean, I I'm skeptical, but at this point, I think. I'm skeptical from a technology perspective and like a privacy perspective. It's not really a privacy thing, but I guess from like a a personal record security type perspective. But I, like, not not really. I think at this point, I'm like, I'm I'm pretty in on the idea that well, people need to get the vaccine, but also that I think it's probably worth it to make. I mean, I guess there's other considerations too, like people not having phones and whatnot. But I think it's probably worth it to try to get pretty close to making people verify their vaccines with these apps that are like registered by the state or whatever to prevent people from, you know, buying their fake COVID cards and stuff like that. Fake vaccine cards. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not worth it. But I mean, like, if it, I can see it being, if it, uh, I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't want it to be like tied to like my. In- I don't. I wouldn't like my um, like a whole medical history. Yeah. Uh, on it, you know, kind of yeah. thing. I don't want like Shadow Inc. developing the Excelsior app for. Yeah. Uh, but if stuff. it's but if a, it was just sort of like if it was like just, just the, va- the like COVID vaccine yeah. status, I could see that, you know, being all right. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's my incomplete take. Yeah, um, dude, I saw it's like uh, we we had a like bit of a, a COVID scare ourselves, oh. uh, uh, because uh, Zoe and I were gonna drive down to Iowa over the weekend to see my parents, and uh, we were gonna drive down Friday morning, and then right before we got in the car. My dad texted me and says that um, somebody he works with just did like a self-test in Iowa and it was positive. And, uh, you know, like they had just, you know, eaten lunch in the same room the day before, uh, like, per, like you know, pretty much a guaranteed exposure type situation there. And uh, like, whoa, I guess... Uh, we shouldn't go if there's like a guaranteed exposure. It seems like the responsible thing not to. And um, I mean, it it ended up that the the self test was wrong, and oh. so we ended we we did end up going back the next day. But uh, uh, it I was so messed up, man. I don't know, like you you probably know that people probably know that, but uh, you know, you can't just go get tested because I was like telling my dad like that, just like go get rapid tested or something i don't know and then you you know if you if you have it uh you can't just go get a test the way that i don't know i think i think you can i mean i know what you used to be able to just go get a test i don't know why you would not be able to get a test anymore do you run out of tests i don't know how that works but uh you can't just go get a test uh in iowa you have to um have be showing symptoms in order to get a test um mm. And which does not at all account for, I've been vaccinated, uh, so I might I just want to make sure that you know I'm not, I wouldn't like transfer it to to anybody because like this uh this Delta stuff is just as you know transmissible 
even among the vaccinated um, as the unvaccinated. So like you're going to want to make sure that so you so you have to be showing symptoms to actually get a test in Iowa, which is it's kind of messed up. And so we had to wait until we found out like, oh, yeah, the, the self test that's like 86 percent accurate actually did a false positive. So it was OK. Mm. Um, so that was lucky. But um, I feel like it's just kind of going to be kind. This is kind of like this, the, the playbook from here on out, at least. I don't know. Maybe New York City is like a big and contained enough space that like it kind of can be its own ecosystem at a certain point mm-hmm. i don't know that lock down the island right yeah close, close no one's getting on or off yeah uh but like I, I i think that you know it means it's pretty clear like uh the the novel coronavirus will be with us for some time and i yeah. uh, you know like if you're really Looking forward to doing something with some people coming up. Like, you got to like kind of individually make sure you know, like, you know, do what you can. But like, you know, maybe like isolate ahead of time. You isolate afterwards or something. And then, and then also like, yeah, I guess yeah, you do what you can. But like, dude, I don't, I don't know that. I, I, like, I know how this sounds, but like, uh, the it's gonna be around. It's gonna be a permanent concern now. So you have to like figure out how you how you deal with that. Either yeah. you, you know, do what do what you can. Like I say, you get vaccinated, make sure everybody's vaccinated and isolated, whatever. But also know that there's there's the risk, and you proceed, or you, you know, like maybe seeing going to to you know going into groups is just off the table here from here on out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know what to say other than. I know that uh, people have become people. I've been very disappointed that I I feel like people are getting very negative on the the masks thing, and I was I've been really hoping that masks would be here to stay. People are they, getting negative on masks. I mean, well, like I know I, that I there mean, are anti-maskers. No, I mean I know the anti-masker people, but I I just I feel like I keep hearing of people that are vaccinated who are just like like basically like you know. W- pissed off like i just want to stop wearing the mask like right I did my yeah thing, I, I have seen that and like i i mean i know that people do i know that they don't want to have to wear it literally everywhere but i was really hoping that they'd be here to stay like in the airport people wearing the mask that's that's great like and, and i guess like what i would imagine what ideally i thought would happen would be that you would get something akin to like what you see in like japan or china or whatever which is that like not everybody wears a mask uh probably by their choosing but like lots of people wear masks a lot of the time and ostensibly everyone knows to wear a mask when they themselves are either semi-sick or like symptomatic or or whatever or you're going into like a risky situation or something like an airport like you go to an airport tons of people are wearing masks they're just fine but they wear masks because it's cleaner that way yeah uh so kind of sad that people who otherwise you know have done the right it did kind of seem like we might have been on track to that like i feel like earlier this year it was kind of uh 
because like, oh, okay, the vaccine, the vaccines are kind of on the horizon. Um, but you know, masks are still part of the, um, part of the, the, the general move. Um, and so like, you know, maybe masks are here to stay and that's not such a bad thing. And people are kind of getting used to that. And then it seemed like the minute like summer hit, uh, that kind of went out the window. Yeah. So I understand people don't want to wear it all summer or whatever. They don't want to wear it all the time. Like in a, in a, in a world where this isn't as, as big of a concern as it is, uh, currently, but it's going to suck if people, you know, if people are getting so negative on it that they will never consider doing it again. Like I would really, I, I mean, I feel great in the sense that like, I haven't been sick. I mean, like I tend to not get very sick, but like I haven't been sick once in the last two years, basically wearing the mask and stuff like that. It's great. Not, you know, you don't get the cold, you don't get the flu, stuff like that for the most part, or at least you're, I mean, you obviously could, but everybody's been, you know, if you've been doing the right thing, a lot of those people have been uh, probably quite a bit healthier. I mean, I know that I, I have in that sense, not picking up other stuff, washing my hands more often. seems like there are probably a lot of good, a uh, lot of good habits. The masks are, are one of them, one of the more visible ones that people picked up or could have picked up and yeah it'll be sad to see you know potentially some of them go yeah from what i understand though i also um i don't interpret this as being like you shouldn't wear your mask or whatever i don't like whatever uh but from also what i understand there's kind of like the forest fire effect going on with some of that right where uh like yeah you can like where your mask can avoid just sort of like the colds and other other illnesses, but um, eventually, like it's so when you do someday when you do get a cold or something, it's gonna hit you a lot harder. Mm. That was my understanding of how how it works. From I don't know, I just talked to like one nurse. I don't know if yeah. that you know true or false. It could be could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But is that worse though? I mean, maybe it'll hit you harder. But I mean, people, the, I people think seem the, to do it other places for a reason, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, yeah, you can look at the other places and then, yeah. I mean, I think it's like, I mean, sure, I get, I get, yeah, that's true. There's not quite the same thing that I was thinking of where like, um, if you're symptomatic or suspect you may be sick for, or exposed to something, put the mask on, whatever, like that, that, that's the move rather than sort of like, uh, always wearing a mask everywhere, no matter what. And like, you know, trying to avoid any sort of filth or bacteria um whatsoever i think are two different things and then i think i combined those in my Mm. you know forest fire uh analogy there Mm. but i don't know man i want to keep wearing the mask because i want to keep making faces at people on the street and opening my mouth up all the time and not nobody noticing hopefully maybe they can notice when i have i want to yeah i want to like uh get real close to people and like suck in and out on my mask like like really loud and fast and uh, it's very you know subtle and you know just get my kicks on my own nice i like to i like to do this you can you can describe this i like to do this when i'm talking to people now um he seems to have his tongue between his teeth he's like he's grimacing he's sticking his jaw out in an underbite 
sticking his, his his tongue like he's like sort of like he'd be like biting down on a uh I don't know a hamburger patty or something. There's his tongue there. What's what's yeah, that that's about? That's pretty good. There's, no, it's just the face I like to make when I when people are saying stuff to me now. When I was at the airport today and I'm checking in the dog and the lady's you know explaining to me remember that the dog you're not allowed to take the dog out during any place in the airport and just so you know there's a rest area but it's before you go in and it's over here and here's the directions blah 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 and i'm just like hamburger whatever you want to call it hamburger hamburger mouth face thank you Mm -hmm. yeah i've been really getting into the habit of people are talking to me and uh they're 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 saying something i you know, look at and under uh, look at them, and under my mask, I'm going, <laughs> and they have no idea. <laughs> nice, that wasn't me. <laughs> Did you see my mouth move? That wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's got to be get, giving a lot of cover to people who don't realize, like, um, I don't know how 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 things work some growing up i don't know i feel like in high school like my dad would like just like say things about people and like in public or whatever just be like wow look at that guy (laughs) (laughs) come on (laughs) um and and i feel like the mask effect might just be doing that to everybody now and yeah be cool hey fuck you i mean yeah that's (laughs) still know who's talking to you (laughs) What? Yeah, it's gonna suck. I mean, yeah, it'll 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 suck to take off my mask because I won't have any way to wear the "Don't Tread on Me" flag uh, on my He's gonna body. Have to bring bring yeah. the snake. I'm gonna have to. Go. Yeah, bring the snake. Literally, put the flag back on my back, sticking out of my pants, sticking out of the middle of my pants because it's wedged <laughs> between my <laughs> it's wedged between my butt. <laughs> It was much easier to do the don't tread on me mask. Do you think there is a don't tread on me mask? I, as I was saying, I was like, that is probably the least likely mask to exist, but I don't know. I Looks mean, there's like there be. are like the, well, there definitely are. That is, you wouldn't think that you could get a don't tread on me mask. <laughs> yeah. Um, why? Okay, but you you, you can see the, like the the gator masks. Why are they called gator masks? What's gator? Oh, the it's like the it's yeah, it's around it's, it's like it's a tactical move. You want to pretend the, that you're a tactical that you're snacks. an operator. You're a cold weather operator at that too. I saw a guy with that at the Des Moines airport this morning. Yeah, yeah that that's a really cool move. Like you 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 you, you you'll you'll co- you'll um you know acquiesce to wearing a mask but you're not going to be a pansy about it you're going to wear your tactical mask I tactical guess. mask yeah i like wearing shelly got us uh quite a while ago she got us um the equivalent of uh like a a, a library ladies uh the things that connect to your glasses that go around your neck you know what i'm talking about yeah kind of like a lanyard a lanyard looking thing yeah I, I love my lanyard mask. Yeah, I gotta get me one of those. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fun. I see people wearing that. Shelly's... I just put it in like my shirt pocket when I don't. Ooh, yeah. Have it on. It's kind of been she... my my move. 
it, it's 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 not real gold, but Shelly has like gold colored one, like gold chain ones, and it's got the real like library lady look. That's what I like to do with mine too. Yeah, I can get a puka shell mask lanyard. Ooh, yeah, that'd be cool. Get a puka shell mask at that. <laughs> yeah. Just and it breathing makes you talk, into a conch. Yeah. And, and make, <laughs> it makes you sound like Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. Uh, is that... Who's that? Is that the... Yeah, that guy. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay. Movie Corner. You brought up a movie. Yeah. Guess what? You thought you could escape the movie corner. Welcome to Movie Zone. We watched Barry Lyndon last week. Oh, Okay. That's a famous. Who's the Who's the director guy? Uh, Stanley Kubrick. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I knew it was a famous guy. Yeah. Um. Every it's on like everybody's you know top ten movies of all time and uh. Yeah. Absolutely. Like and it's it's self evidently incredible. I don't. I. I like and how how. I don't even need to explain why it's so good, um, because nobody else seems to. I don't know, man. It was it. I I I, I do not like a period piece. Not mm. into that. Um, what's, what's the period? It's three hours long. Uh, like Napoleonic Wars type. Oh, stuff. Barry Lyndon to me sounds. <laughs> this is gonna be. This is gonna be like last week. You're gonna say that you could see this coming from a mile away. Barry. <laughs> Barry Lyndon to me sounds like Lyndon B. Johnson. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I would not have guessed. Huh. I was thinking that it would be so maybe a Vietnam War period piece. No, nope, it's Napoleon. like a freaking old timey thing. Like, I mean, it, and it, it's good for one of those. I just, it's just it takes so long. Roger Ebert wrote in his review, like it like defies you to care about it. And apparently that's like, you know, good part about it. And like you know, the guy who plays the titular Barry Lyndon is Ryan O'Neill, and he's a completely charismaless, and that's gotta be part of it, I guess. But like sh- man, there's a lot I mean, it's like, you know, like amusing dialogue throughout, but like hmm. I don't know. What's it about I, what's it about? It's uh this Irish guy. Who uh, is Barry? Who is Barry Lyndon? The guy. He's born Redmond Barry. He's an Irish Ooh. guy, and he like falls in love with his cousin, and then his cousin wants to marry this English captain, the occupying English, and so he gets, I don't know, mad at the English guy, and then he like, I don't know, he fights this guy, and he goes on the run. And then he join, and then he you know joins up with the British, and then he joins up with the, um, the the Prussians, and then he finds himself in like he stumbles into the to aristocracy, uh, and mm. yeah, it's like I don't know, it just follows like the the luck and foils and trials and tribulations of this guy throughout his whole life that you don't ever care about, mm. um. So it's kind of interesting, and so, but it, it's it's apparently you know like technically groundbreaking. This is the only part that I can really, this is the only unique insight I can add, or sort of like a, like potentially interesting insight I could possibly add to this because. Oh, I think I know what, what you're about, about to say. 
I think oh. I know what this is. The handles. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, it's. I guess it was. So he's he's using like the NASA lens on it. So like it. Uh, I don't know. Like Zeiss made like two lenses that uh, what for NASA or whatever that like had you know a historically unheard of wide aperture meaning like it can let in the most amount of light um and then he, he got his hands on it and used it for the film and so he can uh some people like to say some people said like you know he only used natural light to move to film the movie so we could like film in candlelight which isn't true he definitely used like electric light for stuff but uh because he had these lenses and and whatnot he kind of was able to um approach lighting in a new way for movies and it was um like it it, it was a lot more it was more naturalistic like he's still uh he, he's, he's like augmenting natural light mm. um so light coming in through the windows is like motivating the light and stuff like that as opposed to before i guess i guess that's kind of like a groundbreaking thing where like um i mean before you still like probably it would have like motivated light or whatever but it would more be more stylized and just by virtue of the fact like you just gotta uh throw a ton of light on a scene for it to you know eventually show up on film and so we need to get creative with like we can't just have you standing in a black void we have to light up the back wall it's not gonna mm. light itself um and so we it's you know, we're getting creative with, you know, it just like power, just firing tons and tons of light at every shot in a movie. Um, and for this, you know, it was, it was a lot more just like the room is lit as the way the, you know, like the window would have it. And he doesn't need to worry too much about, um, I don't know, being too, uh, I don't know. Th th that was kind of like a, like a, a new step for stuff. And it's, it, it doesn't look particularly, um, special, in now because now now i mean i, th I think you know a lot of cameras are, are are so good that you can get away with um you know not needing to worry about light too much like you can get away with like a lot of natural lighting and i kind of miss the uh movies that you would just fire tons of light at at, at stuff and really light up everything and get creative with uh, um everything like that and mm. i don't know I think it's I think it's cool to see like a an old, older blockbuster that's just tons and tons and tons and tons of light that you can just tell like everybody's like melting under it all but you know it's just about shaping it and making it look good. I think that's a cool cool craft yeah. that's it's not gone. It's like there's still plenty of, you know, really talented things like that like designing things now but uh it does seem like the dominant mode now is very like formulaic as far as just, just sort of like uh reinforce the natural light of like of, of, of a space you know, like motivate like you know big soft source coming in through the window and you know and like we can have some practicals but it's like pretty much like an easy formula you can do um hmm. just make it like if you know what you're doing just you know make it make, make you know dim the practicals so it looks like it's on and then you can add a light above it and make it seem like the light's coming from there but uh no, like I said before, like you had to get really creative with just firing light everywhere. It was kind of cool. Um, that's all I got to say about Barry Lyndon. I don't know. It's long as hell. Mm. Uh, they use the same song over and over again. Call out boy. Rebird. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think of the name of the Blink-182 one. Where um, are you? What is that one? I Miss You. Nice. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. Um, that's probably going to be it for us. Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna record a pre uh, a premium show today, uh, because and Ben, this is for you. It's my birthday, so I'm gonna go do something else. Oh, that's right. Yes, reigning champion. Oh man, You've happy lost. birthday! You've lost the game. Oh, sorry. Happy birthday. Hell yes. Oh Thank no. You. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Woo! Once again. Oh man. Undefeated. I don't think I'm undefeated. I think I think, but I'm. I'm, I'm I think I got you last points. year. I got you last. No, year. you you missed it last year. No, didn't Shelly and I send you the stuff from uh, China? You did. Well, yeah, the, you did. But yeah. you didn't. You didn't. You didn't know know it on the day. That's oh really? Oh, yeah. sorry. You felt bad, and then you felt bad last year, so you sent me oh, something. Oh no. Yeah, now I feel so bad. So I'll be looking forward to your uh, <laughs> yeah. apology. Yeah, now I feel bad. So you're going to go no. do something tonight. Well, I'm going to have to go do something uh, too. My, my wife is going to beat me tonight <laughs> for, getting, <laughs> for getting a friend's birthday. Oh, no. <laughs> Hell yes. Um, once again, the, 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 the ongoing game. Oh, another man. another point in my column. Man, that's so... I, do have, I have an I gotta unfair I got to say it's harder for you, yeah, because... Yeah. I it it goes you know I've got a birthday I'll just say a close time after <laughs> yours somewhat close time I've after got yours. alerts on my calendar uh, I gotta go <laughs> ten months I thought that was cheating I thought last year we talked about this and we were gonna take it off the calendar I probably do have it on my calendar I just haven't looked at my phone today I think you're backfilling this no <laughs> oh man let me just, let me, That's let me, right. let it me is just it yeah because because. Yeah, because all I all, I need to just like remember it for the next couple of weeks now, but you gotta you gotta oh, be on your toes all year. Man, so. oh sorry. <laughs> Happy birthday! Yes. Thank you so much. I'm 28 as hell. Let's go. Nice. Atticus asked me recent like last week like Are you feeling like old now? You, don't you feel old? <laughs> and I'm thinking, I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like there's a lot of uh, people our age. Who are doing a lot of oh, I'm so old type stuff. Definitely not feeling old. If or at least not yeah. uh maybe I am feeling old. I just don't feel any different. I'm feeling like better and better insofar as like, you know, like my bedtime is becoming more and more appropriate as I get, you know, older, as my no- as the number gets higher, it makes more and more sense that I don't want to go do anything and can't stay up too late and that kind of thing. So I don't know. I think I'm finally growing into my it's it's like it's, I'm equal I'm equaling out now, so nice. Yeah. Uh, so that's gonna be it for the show. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll catch you next week. Bye.